The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for joining me for There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. As I always say in the intro, I am your host, Laura Coronado, and I have a guest today. Did you know that back in 2018, a conversational sex and relationship advice podcast with a dash of comedy called Keeping It Casual began right here in Las Vegas, Nevada? And did you also know that one of its founding creators and hosts, Brianna Nicole, is here with me today? Brie is a radio industry professional, published writer, singer, model, and esthetician. And when she's not podcasting, working, hosting, in-person mixers for single folks, or doing one of the other millions of things that she does, she can be found at home eating pizza and watching true crime documentaries. And this very moment, you can find her on There Are No Nice Guys. Welcome, Brie. Yay, thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me in person because the last time I had you on was about like, what, a year ago, a year and a half ago. The world was closed. Yes, the world was closed. We couldn't meet up. We had to do a virtual interview. We couldn't even shop in person yet. Remember, I had oh, no. my, my virtual shopper. <laughs> <laughs> that was removed. It yes, was it's removed. true. She did actually do a little shopping <laughs> virtually during the interview. <laughs> it was really cool. Like at, at the time, Victoria's Secret, the people, they wanted to bring people back to work. Mm-hmm. So the workers were there and they'd call you up and they'd FaceTime you (laughs) and they'd take you around the store and then you could pick out the things that you wanted. Mm -hmm. And I was like shopping I was like, oh, crap, hold on, my virtual shopper. Is it okay if I take this while we're in the middle of the recording? She got my credit card number Yeah, and here's my credit card number, by the way. That's so. how much I trusted um, your fabulous host of this show before I'd even met her in person. And you're in my home. Yes. You're blessing me with your presence. I love this. I love it, too. You came to my birthday party. That was amazing. Yes, yes, because well, we are both Libras. Yes, we are. So we bond over that, right? We're both single women in Las Vegas, and we are both Libras. Single babes, man, like. Thank you. I like the men that. of Las Vegas aren't ready for all this beauty right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like you were talking about like all the millions of things, and I was like, oh yeah, I also consult for law firms too. <laughs> like well, as you're true. like going through all these things, you I'm like, you are a hustler. You I are the am. typical Las Vegas woman hustler and that's and hustler in a good way because we're not teaming like escort type of no and that's probably why I don't have time to date a lot because it's like I'd rather make more money I'm at a point in my life right now where it's like I'd rather have money than well I'd want dick but (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have money than a boyfriend let's put it that way um but yeah I I uh yeah keeping it casual is going on its fourth year now that's crazy I I just um my my co-host stepped down we're still doing events together Mm -hmm. but it's pivoted to just me hosting the podcast which is really amazing like I really appreciate because you're a one-woman show I really Mm -hmm. appreciate everything that you do because it's 
it's hard to just do it all by yourself, especially because, you know, I come from a very conversational podcast. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like, really on the point where I need more guests on because it's like, uh-huh. I can't talk to myself about my bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, but it's just not as fun. <laughs> so, um, so it's pivoted a little bit and it's actually working out very, very well right now. Cause as soon as I was kind of ready to come back, mm-hmm. um, I was asked to host like mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on the news, I had right. people reaching out to me because they were like, hey, I wrote this book. You want to read the book and then interview me for your podcast and just stuff like that was happening. And I was like, well, I was ready to come back anyway. So uh-huh. I guess the universe was just kind of pushing me into that, into that, like, hey, it's time. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the transition and the mm-hmm. transformation because you did have a co-host and that's MJ. Mm-hmm. And MJ has literally left the podcast, but you you are still together. Yeah, we're still friends. And well, but you're also still doing these mixers yeah. together and still part of this whole. Yeah. It's almost like keeping it casual, like you guys have created, I don't want to say an empire. It but could a, be one. A brand. Yes. You've yes. created this whole brand mm-hmm. um, around it. and. And that final episode that you guys aired with MJ's final episode oh, in December. Where she so made me cry. Be sure to go back, look for Keeping It Casual. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find it there. Yeah. Look at that December 21st, I believe, was the last Probably. one of yeah. you two together. And you reflect. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> such a tearjerker, too. It made me cry when, when I like, because she like, this is what she did. She tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> that little trickster. Because she like, she and I had a conversation before we turned on the mics. And she got all her crying out. Mm-hmm. And then she said something to me. Mm-hmm. And I just bursted out into tears. <laughs> and I was like, you bitch, how come you got to cry <laughs> off mic? <laughs> But yeah, it, it was a tearjerker. And, you know, when she um, when she came to me and said, I can't do this anymore, my first thought was panic because mm-hmm. we have sponsors and we have this and we have mm-hmm. that. And I was like, but my real panic was like, well, what about our friendship? Aww. And she was like, you're still my family. You're still mm-hmm. my girl. She's mm-hmm. like, I just need to take a step back. And I supported her 100% in the step back. But like, I felt this like immediate loss, like, Mm -hmm. oh no, I'm never going to see my family. And that's just, you know, me jumping to conclusions, but it, and and, no, it didn't work out that way Mm -hmm. at all. Um, and then, you know, we talked about it and I understood where she was in her life and she was ready to kind of just go on a different journey. Mm -hmm. And I get it, man. She was just like, I'm burnt out. Editing sucks. And I was like, yes, it does. (laughs) And MJ is a, is a, is a wife, is a mother. Yeah. And And yeah, she's got a very busy life. Yes. Yes. But what's cool is I said, when I, when we were talking about her leaving, I said, do you mind if I keep this going though? Cause Mm -hmm. we still wanted to like host events and do, we're putting together sensuality workshops and, you know, she's going to teach like sensual yoga flows and, Mm Um, like dancing and heels and I'm going to teach like I don't know blowjob classes I don't know (laughs) whatever it is sign me up (laughs) (laughs) you know we want to we you know we want to teach like how to what, what how do you use a toy mm-hmm. how do you get a man teach a man to use a toy on you mm-hmm. you know things like that um so we're still gonna do all that together it's just that I'm gonna keep the podcast going mm-hmm. by myself yeah but anytime she wants to pop on 
she's totally welcome. And I, to me, that's one of the beautiful things about being a woman is that we transition well, yeah. we transform well, we evolve well. I was talking to you earlier about um, another podcast that I'm a big fan of is Grown Ass Dating. Yeah. And I had them on and interviewed them. Mm-hmm. And um, again, just like you all, two co-hosts. And one of them is Randy, and Randy is feeling like she needs to pull back a little yeah. and make a transition in her life. And so their podcast has had to evolve over the mm-hmm. years. It's continued to evolving, and it's exactly what's happening with you. And I think what it was that MJ made you cry with is she made a comment about your personal evolution, about witnessing you evolve from who you were at the beginning of the show yeah. to the woman you've become to today. There was that. I mean, I've known MJ since I was 19, so it's just the woman I've evolved from 19 to mm-hmm. today. And mm-hmm. really what made me cry, though, I said, what was your what was the best part you had? And she said, you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and... It, it, that's the truth. I mean, when we first started the podcast, I was 30 years old. I'm going to be 35 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was falling in love, mm-hmm. like right at the beginning. I was fucking head over heels for the guy. You go through this entire relationship with me. And then, um, the you know, the breakup, the heartbreak, mm-hmm. the, the cheating, the spiral after it all, yeah. you know, and becoming the well-rounded woman that I am today (laughs) (laughs) you know it it goes through all that and um there was another episode where something completely different was being talked about like we had a a friend I was talking about or it was a listener email I don't remember specifically but I was giving some advice and I wasn't happy in my current relationship that Mm -hmm. I was in at the time Mm -hmm. and I remember I texted MJ I said I broke up with him And she was like, I'm editing and I hear it in your voice in this advice you're giving that you were ready to end your relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I I realized that the only time I'm really, really present Mm -hmm. is when I'm doing stuff like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because the world gives us so much to be distracted by. Yeah. And so when MJ wanted to step down, I was like, I still need this to stay present Mm -hmm. and in my moment. And, you know, she supports me 100%. I mean... We released, we, I released my first episode as a solo podcaster into February. So all my episodes, I'm coming out once a month just because I have so many other (laughs) moving parts in my life. I can't do once a week anymore. Yeah. Um, so once a month, it's going to be the last Wednesday of every month. So the last Wednesday in February, I released an episode where I interviewed my friend Lynx from the Muses podcast and Muses was a duo podcast and then her co-host stepped down. Same thing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So when MJ was stepping down, Lynx was the first person I messaged. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, girl, what do I do? And she mm-hmm. was like, don't worry. I just went through it with you. I got you. Aww. So she was a good guest for me to have as my first episode yeah. back because we got to talk about how we both had to pivot. Yeah. And um, yeah, so same thing, whatever. But MJ texted me. And she's like, I have a new podcast to look forward to every month. She's like, you did so good. I'm so oh, proud of you. I love that. <laughs> I was really happy because like hearing it from her because she helped me build this was mm-hmm. just really like, that's so special. Oh, I'm so proud of you. too. <laughs> Thank you. So I want to talk about your mixers. Ah, because you just did one that was specifically a single mixer it was singles and it was all inclusive so we wanted lgbt straight whoever like Mm -hmm. we wanted to make everybody who could be happy happy 
And um, there was one guy who left with two girls. So I think he had a three-way that night. He was this really cute Brazilian guy. And I was like, he's like, he told me, he was like, I get really shy, especially because my accent. Because he had this like really strong Brazilian accent. Which is sexy in America. And I was like, you're hot. (laughs) Like homeboy. (laughs) He was probably too young for me. Like, I I mean, I was not there to hook up. I was there Mm -hmm. to hook other people up, even though I'm single. And I like, when MJ and I do a live event, she plays like the hype queen mm-hmm. she plays up like look at this gorgeous person blah, blah 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 blah. where i'm very flirty with the audience uh-huh. and we play off of each other very well yeah. in those char- like characters but it's still basically who we are as people yeah. you know but um i was like i can't be super flirty tonight because i am single even mm-hmm. though i was still like put on that little flirty charm mm-hmm. we're libras it's naturally yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. comes out Just of us who you are yeah exactly but i was like because I don't want to hook up with anybody here. I mean, granted, were there some very attractive people there that mm-hmm. I would have hooked up with? Sure. But I wanted it to be about who signed up, who yeah. came to support, who saw it on the news, who saw the, you know, the articles about it, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's who I wanted to have fun mm-hmm. that night. So when that little Brazilian guy, when I watched him leave with two women, Aww. I was like, I am doing the Lord's work here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a three-way fairy. I am. <laughs> um, my friend my friend who I have, uh, you know, she and I have had three ways with her boyfriend, like many of them, uh-huh. many a times. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm the three way whisperer because every three way we've had, I've started. He like her boyfriend does not know how to start a three way on oh. his own. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He does not. But she's just like, yeah, whatever. And then I realized I was like, because he and I were like making out one night. Mm-hmm. He was like, because they had come, come to stay with me over New Year's. Mm-hmm. And he and I were making out. And she she just told him, she's like, you guys are probably have sex tonight. So just like be quiet because I'm going to go to sleep. And he was like, I don't think that's going to happen. So we're making out <laughs> in my bed. And I was like, man, this isn't as fun with just him. I was like, go get Grace, man. <laughs> <laughs> not to say like I, I don't know just we had only ever had three ways with all of us so I was like this isn't right I need the third like, like there's something off balance there's here missing here what is it <laughs> what is it <laughs> Well, I couldn't make your singles mixer. No, you, you I had, had friends, friends in town. town yes. Yeah, otherwise I would have liked to have gone. Um, but so can you sort of guide somebody, like someone's brand new mm-hmm. to one of your single mixer events? Like, what do I do? I walk in and then what? Okay, so actually the next one we're going to do is speed dating. And oh. I'm really excited about Ooh. this. I'm really excited <laughs> about it. I don't know when. It'll probably be in April. Mm-hmm. April or May. So... What we're going to do, like some of the things I've learned, this one was a learning experience singles mixer, but Mm -hmm. really what I want to do is from like, probably you'll have an hour to get there to register. Mm -hmm. And once registration's closed, you can't come in. Okay. Because I noticed at this one, people were kind of trickling in as they wanted to. Yeah, That's Vegas. And that's, yeah, that's very Vegas. So Vegas. (laughs) But two guys came 15 minutes before it was over. Oh, yeah, that's so Vegas. And I can't, I like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, there's going to be a registration for about an hour. You come in, you get your name tag, you get your number or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing everything at Ellis Island Properties. This mm-hmm. one was done at the front yard. I think the next one's going to be done in their karaoke lounge. Oh, okay. So it'll be a, you know, it'll be a mix and mingle. We'll have games to play. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to do single spotlights where you come up on the stage with Ooh. us and we ask you some of our getting to know you questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then switch. 
move tables. You got to meet the next person. Uh-huh. That so, sounds exciting. Yeah, I, that's how it's going to be. Um, MJ and I have so much material. Mm-hmm. One game that went really, really well, which I didn't know if it was going to go very well. And this might be a game we play while everybody's finalizing their registration before we actually start the speed dating mm-hmm. was... Um, that game celebrity where you like tape a celebrity to your back and you have to go up to somebody you know and like ask three questions about who or get three hints about who is on my back yes it gets you to talk to people yeah that's smart and then there was another game we played um which um the person who put on this event rachel from Mm -hmm. ellis island she had put this game together. It's a tic-tac-toe event where you write down some of your passions on your tic-tac-toe squares. And when you find somebody who has the same passion as you, mm-hmm. they have to initial it. And when you get three in a row, you get a prize. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, the next one we do, we're probably going to have our sponsor, Like a Kitten, come and join. Uh-huh. Um, we're trying to get Bumble to sponsor. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Yes. So... So many ideas, throwing it out into the universe. It's already sold out, guys. Yeah, so make sure you stay tuned. Follow yes. Keeping It Casual on social media because I feel like that's where you announce a lot of your yes. events. Yes. Um, and also keep up with the local news because you guys are also being interviewed. Yes. And, you know. It was I, so cool with, yeah. with, with, the, with the news, the, the Fox 5 More show. For those of you who don't live in Vegas, it's like a, like a show about what's locally going on. Yeah, it's our local show. It's our local news show. Yeah. So when MJ and I started, we were like, we want to do something so cool that's going to get us on the More show. <laughs> and three and a half years in, we finally nice. got to go on the More Manifesting. show. Manifesting. Yes, exactly. We were like, we're going to be on the More show. We're going to be on the More show. We're going to be on the More show. And it finally happened. And I was so like... Oh my God, this is happening. (laughs) I was so nervous. There was like a 7.45 a.m. call and I call time to be Mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. the place at the front yard at Ellis Island. And I remember I texted my boss like, and I was like, this is way too much makeup for 7.45 in the morning. And she was like, you look gorgeous. You're going to do amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, okay. So your singles event, Mm -hmm. the speed dating, this is a good segue because I wanted to talk about our dating statuses and I'm not dating, but for speed dating and your in-person event, I may just have to put my not dating on pause so I can experience this. And I'm sure my therapist will approve. Yes. So, I mean, I think with like speed dating and singles events too, maybe you meet somebody, but also you'll probably meet single girlfriends or guy friends that you can hang out with. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, it's not just necessarily about like meeting a potential partner or somebody like to hook up with or be like Brazilian man and have a three way. (laughs) (laughs) Although, come on. I mean, that's the fantasy right there. That's the fantasy. (laughs) But let's be realistic. Most of the time we're going to just meet a few cool girls Mm -hmm. that we want to go hang out with and, you know, eat at a steakhouse with. Or maybe find some guys that you just want to be friends with, too. There's that. Yeah. I just like I'm such a girl's girl. Like anytime I see a cool girl, I'm like, we're going to be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to make friends with straight single men just friends platonic mm-hmm. no sex no dating so this could be a nice yeah opportunity for me to meet some nice single men yes um because i gotta work on that chip that i got on my shoulder 
So, like, so I you're telling use... me the side dick guy didn't work out with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm at this point where I'm like, no dick. I am I'm a no dick woman right now. That's sadly, fine. That's sadly. fine. Side dick. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Laura sent us a screenshot of a dating profile. And this guy was completely naked to the side. Yeah. And you saw bold. Yeah. You get to see the side of it. I was like, what is well, this? Like, well, you could see side of shaft is what it was. Like yeah. the shaft of his penis. You could see the side of it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, how is this allowed on Tinder? <laughs> like- well, you could report that. So if any, I'm, and I've been talking about that lately. I've yeah. been actually telling people how to report people on Tinder <laughs> nice. and yeah. other apps. Yes. So please, if you do see side dick or any kind of dick, please report it to Tinder or whatever dating app you're on because all of them have policies against nudity. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is... I have been reported on Tinder for too much cleavage. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You can't get reported on Tinder for too much cleavage. Were you really? Yeah. So I had like one of my sexy boudoir photos. It didn't show a thing. Yeah. It didn't show nipples or anything. No. Because I don't show nipples. And Tinder really did reach out to you? It deleted that picture multiple times. Oh, fuck them. I'm going to have to send it to you because you're just going to be like, what the fuck? That's such bullshit. It it really was. Especially because I use it as like a Facebook profile picture. Oh, my God. Comfortable enough for my grandma to see yeah. it. Tinder, get your stick, get the stick out of your ass. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, what is your dating status? I'm single. I am so single right now. It's great. And are you dating? Are you dating different people? Are you? I'm open to whatever is gonna Ooh, come to me. I like that. You're available. I'm available. You're yeah, available. I'm available. I mean, have I had some sex? Sure. Have I made out with some people? Sure. But like. Am I committed to anybody right now? No, because I mean, I, as we were talking about earlier off the mic, I have a big attachment issue. Yeah. So I'm trying to really do things where I don't get super attached mm-hmm. really quick. Mm-hmm. So like, even though there is a guy I have a big crush on, mm-hmm. I need, I know I need to not go down that route uh-huh. right now because it's not the right, like, I know timing's not right because I know I would get attached too yeah. quick. Yeah. And I know... I just know I would. And I know if I got attached too quick right now, it wouldn't really work out between the two of us. So it sounds like you're available, you're having fun, mm-hmm. and you're making healthy decisions. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Who knew that you could like 100% um, have a healthy relationship with yourself and you don't yeah. have to like have a guy in your life at all. Mm-mm. That's what I'm working on. That's why I'm in therapy. I am working on exactly that. Yeah. You know, that's so amazing. I had this big realization where I was like, well, like through my twenties, I would just go and have sex. And I thought it was just cause I was fun. And then I would do these things. And it's like, I realized what I was doing was I was looking for validation outside myself, which is why being single for me right now, even though I'm like available and I'm open or whatever, I, it's working for me because I know I'm not looking outside myself for validation. I'm only finding validation in myself. So I, it, it's really good to not to look inside myself for validation because I'm the type of person that I'll be like, oh, once I get this job, then oh, I'll be yes. better. Mm-hmm. Once I lose these you know, 15 pounds, then I'll mm-hmm. be a better person. Mm-hmm. Once I do this, once I get my lips mm-hmm. filled, once I do this, once I do that. And that's me constantly going outside of myself for mm-hmm. validation. And the right person's going to love me for who I am at this very moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the right person, of course, is you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I need to love myself at this very moment. Mm-hmm. I'm a great girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm a great girlfriend because I will love you unconditionally and do everything for you. But 
why can't I be that great girlfriend to myself? Yeah. And I think that's what you're doing right now too. Yeah, I am with therapy, you know, I'm just sort of, um, I'm confronting certain issues from my Mm -hmm. past. What I'm really trying to do is break patterns that have not been serving me. Um, And a lot of those patterns stem from trauma, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm addressing those. Um, At first I came in with my strong masculine energy, like here is my action plan to overcome this problem. (laughs) My therapist is like, why do you work so fucking hard on this kind of stuff? You know? So then I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to take a step back and relax. Like I've been, Mm -hmm. I've been progressing so much and so quickly that I actually overwhelmed myself and Mm -hmm. intimidated myself. I actually said to my therapist, I was like, I feel intimidated by how much progress I've made. And she goes, thanks. Welcome to the world for the rest of us. We're all intimidated by you, Laura, which I'm (laughs) always being told. But it really sucked in when I was like, I intimidated myself. That's crazy. So I took a step back and I was like, okay, I'm not going to try to make progress. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to be on vacation for these next two weeks in between sessions. I'm just not even going to try to progress. I'm not going to do anything. Well, I ended up progressing so much more in those two weeks when I wasn't even trying. Because you took a breath and you were like, let's just be myself for a second. Exactly. So then I come back to therapy and I was like, you won't believe how much progress I made because (laughs) I wasn't even trying. She was like, really, Laura? Like she was being sarcastic with me. Like, "Um, duh, that's exactly what was going to happen. She's like, I've been planting these eggs Mm -hmm. in your brain. (laughs) The whole time. Step back and calm down. And actually what ended up happening... Yeah, right. (laughs) I can actually take a step back and calm down. Who knew? And instead of the focus being on preparing myself so that I can be in a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that became so not important to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't, the relationship thing. Yeah, I want to be in a relationship someday. But can we just put that on the back burner? Because I'm really liking discovering this new me and yes. being healthy and making healthy decisions. And oh, I want to connect with my inner child. I mm-hmm. want to awaken my feminine energy. Yes. And all of a sudden that became fun. And the relationship thing, the dating thing, the guy thing was just like, eh, we can focus on that later. And the relationship you have with yourself is so much more fun because Mm -hmm. like if you want to go to it, like if you want to go to New Orleans and just walk around and have fun, uh, you could just do that by yourself and you're comfortable enough with yourself now that it's like, I like to take myself out on dates. I Mm -hmm. love taking myself out on dates. I have always been that way though. It's Mm -hmm. like, I want to go to the movies. I just like going to sushi by myself. Mm -hmm. Like I love taking myself out on dates. But I really like traveling alone when I'm in this good, when I'm in a good relationship with Mm -hmm. myself. I love to travel alone. You should do it. Yes. I know. The world's opening up again. Yeah. My therapist is telling me the exact same thing. She wants me to get on a get lost trip is what she was calling it. She wants me just to go and get lost. Ooh, there's so many great places to do that. We've talked about driving the PCH. I was going to say you should Mm -hmm. like just drive in California or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. 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 That would be amazing. I think Mm -hmm. that'd be very good for you. I know I have all these adventures ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, I love traveling alone. One of my greatest moments was when I went to Australia by myself. Um, This was me trying to refine my relationship with myself after a really traumatic breakup. Mm -hmm. I went to Fiji, which was not the greatest move. (laughs) And then I went to Australia. And when I was in Australia, I met so many cool people down in Sydney and I was just free and in the moment for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, came back here and kind of had a new outlook on life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, went 
had another bad relationship, had to go through other traumas again, but you know, (laughs) but it, it, that trip and that relationship prepared me to be a better partner in the next relationship. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I went to Fiji first cause like the flight from LA to Fiji and then from the flight from Fiji to Australia to Sydney was like four and a half hours. So I went to Fiji first, heartbroken at one of the most romantic destinations in the world by myself. Mm -hmm. Not very smart. It was my forgetting Sarah Marshall moment, I call it. (laughs) I was like, I'll just be on the beach. It'll be Mm -hmm. fine. And then I saw like all these like honeymoons going Mm -hmm. on and stuff. And I was like, oh, this was not the smartest idea. (laughs) Uh, But yes, travel, man. Like when you once you found that relationship with yourself again and you're just content being alone. Mm -hmm. That's that's the best time. And I like to travel by myself because then I don't have to make plan like go on anybody else's schedule. It's like, well, I want to go to this place yeah. and this place and this place. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she was telling me just to go get lost. Yes. That sounds just amazing. Just go and get lost. So that is on my agenda coming up. I can't wait. I wanted to talk to you about um, nice guys. Oh, they exist? (laughs) (laughs) And I had sent you a video from TikTok. Which was one of the most amazing videos ever. And I may or may not have used that on a guy who called himself nice. Oh, really? Recently? Yes. Oh, I have to hear the story. Okay, okay. So... (laughs) I would love if I could play the TikTok video, but I don't know the legalities of all of this. Like if I could play the audio on the podcast, I'm too chicken to even find out, <laughs> you know, because this could be like, you know, their copyright content, yeah. right? So um, I'm the, the TikTok video comes from Dimension 20. And this is like a, a tabletop role-playing game show. It's produced by College Humor. Go to YouTube. Go to look for Dimension 20. Go look for College Humor. Um, And it's hosted by this guy named Brennan Lee Mulligan. Mm -hmm. He's known as the show's regular dungeon master. (laughs) Not that kind of fun dungeon, by the way. Okay, we're talking about tabletop playing games. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) So Brennan Lee Mulligan was he's. He's got this clip in one of his episodes and he's going on about nice guys and he's referencing how women like the fit guy on the motorcycle, but there are actually really nice guys out there. So that's when one of the guests or one of the players, her name is Shabon Thompson, really, really intelligent, uh, clever, funny woman. She intervenes and she basically says that just because he's a nice guy doesn't actually mean he has a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's thinking, oh, well, I'm a nice guy, so why don't women choose me? Well, okay, you're nice, but so what, you know? So as soon as I got this, saw this TikTok video, well, the first thing I thought was, you know, Siobhan, are you a carpenter? Because you just hit the nail on the fucking head. Right? And then I went and sent it to all of my single girlfriends, including you. Yes, and I was like, oh my God, this is perfection because the whole idea is and what message we want to get out there is that you know being nice is nice mm-hmm. but it's the bare minimum like if that's really all is. you are i'm a nice guy that's it yeah what else do you have to offer exactly like i've i'm 
50 fucking years old. I've been on this planet a really long time. <laughs> and I know a lot of people and I know a lot of happily married couples or happily dating couples. Mm-hmm. I have never met a woman come up to me and go, I'm so in love. And then I say, well, tell me about him. What's he like? And then she goes, he's nice. And that's it. Nice is a throwaway compliment. Yeah. It really, really is. It's it's the most throwaway compliment. When, um, when I found out my ex was cheating on me and he ma- was getting married to the girl he cheated on me with, I remember, because I work with one of his best friends, something about her came up in front of me and he was like, well, she's nice. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel really good. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's all you can say about her. Yeah. And I know that's petty, but whatever. <laughs> um, it, 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 that's all neither here nor there, though. Like, that, that, it was just so perfect the way she reacted. And his face was just, like... Confused. Like, he, no one had ever told him that being nice is not enough. It's not. And you know what? That actually put me in my place, too. Because mm-hmm. I can get to this point where it's like oh my God, like I'm a good girl. I know I'd be a great girlfriend. I know I'm nice. I know I work hard. I know I do this. I know I do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm-hmm. Why am I single right now? Like sometimes I get, you know, when yeah. I when I want a relationship, when I'm looking outside of myself for validation, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of like go through those spirals. And that video put me in my place. It's like, well, just because I have all this to offer doesn't mean specifically somebody wants that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing, too, is like, yes, on paper, that's that all of the things I have to offer are great. And I think I do have great things to offer. But just because I have this to offer doesn't mean the guy that I want wants wants that wants that. Yeah. And if he doesn't want it, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with with what you have to offer. Um, But I think. All this guy, yeah. you know, uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan, sorry, Brennan, um, <laughs> and maybe all he has to offer was being nice, or at least that seemed to be all he thought was he good enough to, to offer. offer. And um, Shaban even says, you know, do women have to lower their standards to date you then? I have so many girlfriends that are doing that right now. They're lowering their standards to date the the uh, the nice guy. minimum effort nice guy. Yes, yes. Oh, um, I can't do that, no. I mean... I talked to you a lot about my one girlfriend off mic. I yes. don't really want to share a lot no. of her story on mic, but she's the one that this video, mm-hmm. I kind of repeated it to her. Oh, this okay. is how I, I didn't say it to a guy. I said it to her. I was like, other than being nice, what does he have to offer you right now? Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a great answer. Yeah. And that's when I was like, well, just because he's a nice guy doesn't mean he's the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the God's honest truth. Just because I'm a nice girl doesn't mean I'm the right girl. And the other thing is, is that we shouldn't value nice as being some no. sort of great quality. Anyway, like the way we are not allowed to value good yeah. looks, right? Like if I go, I like this and I get shamed a lot for this because I am the kind of person who's like, oh, that guy, that dude's hot. Yeah. That guy's really handsome. Like I am oh, the kind of person who looks at looks right away. But let's be honest, that's not enough either. Mm-mm. I mean, you talk to a really great looking guy and then he's like a complete douchebag. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I don't like him anymore. So it's the same thing with nice guys. Yeah. Like being nice is no, has no more value than being handsome. Mm-hmm. It has no more value than simply being rich. Nope. You know, a rich guy. Yeah. Great. He's got money. 
and he's willing to spend it on you. But then if he doesn't have anything else beyond that. Or if he's like a creepy Christian gray type. Yeah. Then it ends up being just very, it's, it's not satisfying. And it's the same exactly. thing with the nice guys. You just aren't satisfying enough. Exactly. I've dated really hot men mm-hmm. who do not meet me intellectually. Yeah. And that's boring to me. Mm-hmm. And I've dated nice guys who there's just something that doesn't click there with me. And it's nothing to do with them. It's just that it's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And everything about them is just fine. Yeah. And I don't want something fine that's too mediocre for me. I live Mm -hmm. my life in such a non-mediocre way that to have such a mediocre partner would be kind of devastating in the long run, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I think we've come to agree that being nice doesn't being a nice guy is just not enough. And just because you're a nice girl, it's not enough. Yeah, it goes both ways. Goes both ways, man. That, I can be in the He-Man Haters Club all the, all day <laughs> long, but didn't you say to me before that you want to talk about something that you are hating that men do? My God. This is a thing I don't know. It's happened to me in the past, like multiple times in the past, like year and a half, Mm -hmm. probably less than that, because I haven't been doing it that much. Um, I love kissing. Mm -hmm. I think kissing is amazing. It's sensual. I am a very dominant kisser, but I have noticed men are doing something very recently, and I don't know where this is coming from or if it's just happening to me that I'm calling exorcist tongue. Ooh! Have you ever um in the movie The Exorcist? You know yes. that scene where they're like doing that. She's doing that weird thing mm-hmm. with her tongue. Mm-hmm. Guys have been like kissing me, and we're having a very nice kiss, and they'll shove their whole tongue in my mouth and kind of like eh, 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 like do the Exorcist yeah. tongue. And I have no idea where this is coming from, but it's really starting to bother me because it's not been with just one guy. First time I was like, first time's a fluke. Like Uh he just didn't know what he was doing. And then it's happened multiple times. Is this something that's going on in porn that I'm not seeing? Like I I don't watch a lot of porn because Hmm. when I... I do watch porn and I have seen it in porn for both kissing and eating out. So it must be coming from porn. Yeah, it's and is it does it feel like they're being a dominant or they're trying to be a dominant kisser when they do it with you? I just I don't know because it pulls me so out of the yeah. moment and I'm so turned off that I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is there any holding of your face like around the chin or jawline? A little or? bit, but I like my face held. Okay, so. but are yeah. they holding it in a nice? Gentle, gentle manner. Gentle manner. Oh, they are holding in gentle manner because I've seen it in the more aggressive where they do like mm-hmm. the thumb on one side of the chin, the rest of the fingers, mm-hmm. like, almost like they're holding your face like, in mm, place. Like pay like attention. You're, you're going to take this time yeah. whether you like it or not type Ugh. of kissing, but they're not mm-hmm. doing that to you. No. It's just the tongue that's being forceful. Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I question if like one of those pickup artist guys is out there giving bad advice to men again. Probably. But I haven't, I haven't. Kissed a guy like, I mean, it's probably since July of last year since I've had a kiss and he didn't kiss like that. So, so and it's happened with, of all ages, like younger guys mm-hmm. and guys older than me have done this to me. And I'm like, what is going on? I need to stop this, this from happening. Have you taken a poll no. like, of your single friends and ask them, like, are you? I don't go- have a lot of single friends. Like you're my oh, single friend. Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't been kissed by a dude since July of last year. So I don't know. And that dude ended up being a sociopath. So we don't want to kiss him again. No, we're not kissing out. him out. But I mean, 
listeners yeah <laughs> listeners like right there are no nice guys.com i've got a contact form you can you know contact me what about you want to contact you at keeping it casual keeping it casual podcast.com we have a contact form you can come on and uh or you can slide into the keeping it casual podcast uh instagram dms please let me know yeah. if this is like just some phenomena because it it seriously only happened to me within the past like year i want to say so exorcist tongue if you're getting exorcist tongue let us know please please reach out to brie or laura and let us know if this is happening if this is a thing because or if you're a guy let us know why you could do anonymously like contact us anonymously if you're embarrassed and be like oh my god i'm so sorry i i thought we were supposed to kiss women like that like just tell us and out the pickup artist dude is giving you the bad advice please do or out the porn if it's like no i yeah. saw it on porn and i thought it was kind of hot let me know yeah because i don't think it's sexy at all i like a really gentle sensual mm-hmm. kiss like strong tongue yes but not like yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you can defend it too if you're a dude if you're like hey i really like this and again you can do it anonymously because you know if you give us your name we're gonna fucking call you out exactly on <laughs> what are we doing are we sword fighting with our tongues <laughs> god when it happened to me most recently that's when uh, i was like uh, oh i have something i've got to talk about and it was just happened to i was already coming over here anyway it happened to me with my um this like younger guy that I've been like hooking up with and he did it and he did it but he was drunk and uh-huh. he had never done that before uh-huh. so I was blaming it on alcohol and then I was like no this has happened with multiple men though where is this coming from can you ask this younger guy hey why did you do that the other night can you ask him in a gentle way so he doesn't feel defensive and he get, he's honest with you maybe when he's sober yeah <laughs> and then any of the other guys from the past are you able to I don't know if you talk to the, any of them still. One, or? one I do. He's my ex-boyfriend and I see him like anytime he's in town. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'd hurt his feelings if I was like, oh. yo, what the fuck is that? Fuck you know? you kiss me like that. Why are you kissing? Like you've known me for 10 years. You know how I like to kiss. Where is this coming from? Well, can you say it gently? Can you just be yeah. like, hey, I noticed you did something new the other day. Where did that come Where from? Where did you learn that? Is that like a new thing that you're That's doing nowadays? Like, you really do have to talk to men like that in order yeah. to get them to open up and not yeah. feel like they're being attacked, you know? Yeah. But I think we need to call for some like thoughtful investigation here. Exactly. So please let us know about the exorcist tongue. If you have any information on it, <laughs> please, because I need it to stop. <laughs> I need it to not be a thing. And it was so funny when it was happening, when I was kissing the other night, I was like, I pulled back and I was like, cause I was dominating the kiss. It's what mm-hmm. I was. I think maybe he was trying to gain. Do- I think in this specific situation, he might've been trying to gain control of that kiss, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I kiss soft and yeah, dominant. Yeah. And that was just like, all of a sudden I had a tongue shoved sword fighting my mouth, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted. And then I was like, you're drunk. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That would throw me off too. I don't, I could not go for that. No, no, but I'm happy to know it's in porn and it's not just something that like guys I hook up with are just like, eh, let's see what happens. Like, let me try oh, this I'm out. I'm sure it's got to mm, be some mm, sort mm. of trend. It's something that men are seeing and thinking that this is something that they need to be doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like to be choked, but like choking, <laughs> that was a thing that men yeah. saw in porn and they were like, every woman wants to be choked. And it's yeah. like, bro, no, ask us if we want yeah, to be choked exactly. first. Exactly. Now they're learning it somewhere. Yeah. And we've got to find out where. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to str- like troll Pornhub for hours. Like, where is it? <laughs> we should just go to Pornhub <laughs> and just put in the search box. Kissing. Exorcist. Exorcist. <laughs> <tongue. laughs> 
I don't watch a lot of porn when I masturbate because I came to a point where I was watching porn too much to masturbate oh, and yeah. I couldn't come. You don't be dependent on it. So. I, I became dependent on it and I couldn't come without seeing like a dick somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I actually have better orgasms when I like put on some sexy music mm-hmm, and too. just kind of like lay there and use my brain yeah your imagination yes. it's so much filthier than anything you're ever exactly. gonna see on Pornhub I, I've also used like sexy meditations mm-hmm. and audiobooks like audio like sexy audiobooks like mm, mm-hmm. that's nice yes yeah it gets you out of that like I'm focusing on this perfect like big boobed skinny vagina that doesn't look like mine porn star and nothing <laughs> against the women in porn like good for you girls yeah. man but like I'm like my vagina doesn't look like that is am I supposed to go get yeah. like you know what I mean it gets me out of that headspace that negative headspace and into like love yourself because mm-hmm. when you masturbate you're supposed to be loving on yourself anyway right yeah yeah if I do watch porn I do like to watch women who look like me so I don't I don't see that way I can relate and then I can imagine it's me so for me it's usually like brown skin Latina women that I watch in porn especially with big boobs Mm -hmm. and then if her body looks close to mine then that's something that I'll want to watch that's good that's good but you're right my best biggest orgasms so when I want a quickie Mm -hmm. it's going to be porn yep yep but when I've got all the time in the world and I can just have some time for myself. It's sound bowls. Mm-hmm. It's like sound bath music. Yeah. And my imagination. I, you know, I, and it always comes like, I'll take a bath and I'll have just shaved mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I scanter off into my bed and yes. I'm like, Oh, there's my vibrator. Oh my God. I've got the sexy music going. My dog is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you know, the middle of the day and it's like, it's a Saturday afternoon. I have some time. Let's <laughs> lay around. Well, speaking of which we're about to get into the hot tub after this. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be nicely relaxed and, and who knows what happens. I know we're <laughs> both going to be ready for some uh, masturbation there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we but are. Before I wrap up, since we're talking about transitions and transitioning yes. and, and evolution, and especially with the podcast, mm-hmm. I had told you that I'm trying to be more positive yes. on my podcast, not changing the title at all. We love the fucking title. Yes. But I do want to start being more positive. And then I also told you that for season five, I might start having some boys on. Ooh. And we can talk about exorcist time. <laughs> I'm going to ask boys straight on. Can I, why are you doing exorcist time? Can I be on this episode yes. too and be like, explain this to me. We need, we need <laughs> an explanation Who and a justification you? for exorcist time. Who taught you? Who raised you to do this? But you've just recently gone through your evolution from going from, you know, two yes. hosts, two co-hosts, to now it's you doing it all. You're yeah. on your own. What is your advice for me as I go through an evolution and a transition with my podcast? Um, everything you expect, throw it out the window. Ooh. Because I expected to come back in January and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I expected um, to be struggling to find guests and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. Oh. I expected it to be hard to prep an episode without my co-host and mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So anything you expect about your transition, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Okay. But continue to manifest it the way you want it to continue to envision it, write down those manifestations. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, manifestations, you writing it down and everything only takes you so far. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. So, but once you write it out, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. That's that's my best thing is like continue to manifest what you want, but don't come into it with expectations. If you expect that you're like you're going to have like really cool dudes on. Yeah. 
they might be really shitty and you're like, okay, well, I didn't like that guy, mm-hmm. but at least it proves my point that there are no nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. I think it's perfect. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brie, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank I... you for all your advice and teaching us about exorcist tongue. <laughs> It's the worst. Stop doing it. <laughs> There's probably some girls out there that are like, oh, no, I've been doing it. Too. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I adore you. And this podcast is great. And where should people find Keeping It Casual? You can find Keeping It Casual podcast, keepingitcasualpodcast.com. And all the other socials are on there, too, because um, like our Twitter, I, I had to name it something silly, like with initials and stuff because Uh, somebody uh, else had keeping it casual. And I was uh, like, I hate you guys. Um, (laughs) So all the socials are on the website, keeping it casual podcast.com. You can find me personally at Brie mixed B R E E M I X E D, which was my aim name. And I just never changed it because I branded myself (laughs) on the internet that way. And I'm keeping it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me and my co-host MJ's at, or, you know, yeah kind of co-host MJ's at uh, MJ Radio Diva. You can find everything there. Um, All of our episodes are on anywhere you listen to podcasts and everything is also on the website too. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bri. I look forward to seeing you continue to evolve and I look forward to the next speed dating event. Uh, Me too. And yes, keep an eye out for everything because we will have that speed dating event soon. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Bye. Never wanna know. Never say you're happy 'cause you don't want me to know. I'm a strict ego and I like the.